Welcome back to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it is summertime. Great, great song choice by uh, by Adam Schmidt. Uh, so everybody, thank you so much for coming back. We are the Nosebleeds. I'm uh, Chris Witt. He's Adam Schmidt. I am Adam Schmidt. I am almost Adam Schmidt. <laughs> I wish I was Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Ship shape. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be you. All right, so uh, we appreciate everybody for listening. As always, you can catch us uh, at the Nosebleeds on Facebook. Also, real quick, I always like to get it out in the very beginning of the show. Get on MLB Beat the Streak app. We've got a few guys in our group, Slippery Dogs. Uh, Slippery Dogs is the group name when you get on there. If you have the longest streak at the end of the year, you got it. You get a. Uh, you're gonna get a little nosebleed sports podcast um, gift pack. And if you get the twenty, we'll give you a t-shirt. So there you go. Today we're gonna get into. We're gonna finally do the NFL kneeling thing. Uh, not sure how long we'll get into it because there. I think it's been overplayed a lot at this point in time. But we keep talking about getting into it, so we're gonna do it. And then we got kind of a little fun thing we're going to do. We're going to need some of your help uh, at some point in time. We're going to do a little ranking of, of some people and see what you think and get some help from you. Uh, then we're going to get into some baseball with the Reds. And, of course, how can we not, if we have time, if we have time at no, the end. No, we're getting into it. We are getting into the World Cup because most, most Adam popular, and I. Most popular sport in the world. Most popular sport in the world, soccer. Adam and I are. Huge soccer fans, but we know that, you know, there's not a lot of people probably listening that are the biggest soccer fans. So we got to be careful on how, you know, we got to make sure we talk to our, but it's the World Cup, man. We got to talk about it. You've come to the right place for your soccer. If you're looking for World Cup info, the end of this, stay tuned. End of this podcast, you're going to get the good stuff. And you're welcome for it. Yes, you are. All right. So let's get started today. We we're finally, we're going to do it. Uh, the first kneeling, NFL anything. The first NFL anything on this podcast, about. yes. And uh, it's a theme that's been going on here for a while. I just heard Michael Bennett came out, one of the big, loud guys in all of the NFL, and he said, it's over. He said, there's no point anymore in kneeling. The kneeling should be done. What it stood for is is over with. It's, it's not doing what it was meant to do anymore, which part of me – uh, I I I kind of agree with he with what he's saying. I think it's lost what it its original meaning was. I I think it was hijacked in the beginning uh, of its original meaning, which was, of course, Colin Kaepernick first sat down for the national anthem as a backup quarterback for the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers, and uh, that was his way of protesting against police uh, violence against police brutality it was it was 2016 it was yeah. kind of around the time that there were a, a string of um african-american men being shot uh many of them Killed. unarmed mm-hmm. um by police officers and uh there was there was an uproar and it's not totally gone but it's um you know it's it's been a little bit of, of time so the thing it's is, is colin kaepernick one. got blackballed from the nfl i mean he did and and there's I want to get into that for a second, uh, but after I get into the main point. Sure. So, 
this became a huge deal, obviously, when Donald Trump came out and said that, you know, this is the flag you're against the 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 nation. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Nate Boyer, who was an offensive lineman for Colin Kaepernick, was one who actually went to him and said, listen, man, this sitting thing, it, it's disrespectful. It really is disrespectful. And they got together, had a meeting. They sat down together. I think they had lunch or something like that. And he went over and he said, you know, when somebody dies, when somebody out in the field, when there's a fallen soldier or anything like that, we all kneel around. You, you kneel in respect. So the thought was, okay, I'm going to kneel. And that's what he did. Well, as respectful as that became, it became disrespectful very quickly to the eyes of many to the eyes of many. And Nate Boyer, to be clear, was a former NFL player, is a former NFL player, and Green Beret. Green Beret, correct. He's a military veteran. So um, Colin Kaepernick spoke to him, and I think you give give him credit, give Colin Kaepernick credit for for speaking to someone because that was the initial reaction was, you know, everybody that saw him sit and then Neil was, well, when they saw him sit was, well, that's a disrespectful to the people fighting for our country. Right. Right. Correct. So, um, so he spoke to someone who fought for our country and let got, them know, he let them know, this is not what I'm doing. This is not what I wanted this to be. This is about the police brutality, police uh, and, you know, and, and social justice, social in general, justice and oppression, in general. Correct. oppression okay. of people of color. Sure, of course. So, so in that case, it really irritates me. Not irritates me. I don't know how to say it because you got to understand both sides. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick and everybody who's on that side of things kneeling has to understand where a lot of these veterans are coming from because that is disrespectful to some people. They feel disrespected. So you can't just say, man, I'm not disrespecting you. Well, that doesn't mean that they don't still feel disrespected. So I give him props for going to a Green Beret and saying, well, what can I do to help? What can I do to make this not be disrespectful? Right. It's never going to – everybody's not going to be happy. That's the point of a protest. The people aren't going to be happy. There's going to be there's gonna sure. people that dislike it from both sides. But he you, – you have to listen to both sides. Like The people that get upset – about him kneeling and say that it's disrespectful need to open their ears as well mm-hmm. and you have to hear what he's really doing out there he never meant to disrespect and and Kaepernick is the wrong guy to have been the uh, uh, leader of this march to begin with because he's an immature uh, childish kind of a guy and and he's done a lot of stupid things yes since and even before to make him not as uh, uh, well-respected in this manner, but there are some guys who followed him that are well-respected, and those are the guys. I wish this didn't become a Colin Kaepernick thing. I wish it became a kneeling issue, and you know the reason, and then it becomes a social issue, right? Instead of it being Colin Kaepernick, because Colin Kaepernick got a lot of heat, and a lot of it he well deserved, right? He he, you know, after all this started, he showed up at practice. I think it was with the with the socks that portrayed police as pigs as it was police in pig uniforms or whatever and then he wore the fidel castro shirt pigs in police uniforms um, he i think that's what it was wasn't you it? you said police in pig uniforms did i <laughs> oh i'm gonna find those i'm gonna find those if socks. i can get those socks we're gonna get those made okay all right anyway I, go ahead yeah i don't know what that would look like but i want to find them <laughs> <laughs> the official nosebleed socks Official socks of the nosebleed. Police in pig uniforms. <laughs> so, so anyway, they were uh, pigs in police uniforms, and um, so anyway, yeah. And, and when he did that, he lost 
any credibility. Yes. Any credibility that he had to speak on that matter. Okay. Um, so he, and like, I agree with you. He's the wrong guy to be. And I don't, I don't know that he did it to become the leader of that movement. I think he just did it in protest of what was going on. And, but if you're um, going to do it, you better be ready to take it. You have to be ready to take it. And he did, you know, he tried, he tried to explain and, and, um, you know, some people didn't want to listen to it. It's the general idea. I agree with, you know, the idea that there's, there's social justice issues, there's racism, there's sexism, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of oppression for so many, um, minority groups, you know, African-Americans, women, um, you know, gay, lesbian, uh, you know, every, every kind of minority group there is there, you know, there's a, a, a rich history of oppression in this sure. country and, and it's, it's far from being extinct. Oh yeah. We've got a I mean, long we, way we, to go. We've come a long way. We have. And we have a whole lot for, well, just as far, we're, we're, we might be halfway. We, I agree with in you. In my eyes. I agree We might you. be halfway. A long way still to go. We still. Um, but, okay, so the so the matter became, so so I think we both feel the same way. We, we kind of, we agree with, with um, the idea behind the protest. And then it became, like you said, this, this Colin Kaepernick thing. Now it's about him. And now, and then, you know, it, it blew, that. it blew up into this whole, whole thing about kneeling. And then you have, you know, the two sides where you have people. And that's the other thing is there's a whole dynamic of, of military people in the military who have fought for our country that are also split. Some say, Oh yeah, that is why I fight for our country. That is why I joined this military to defend the freedom to be able to protest something like that. That's exactly right. And you know, but then there are some that are that really truly feel disrespected. Yes. By by kneeling during the national anthem. They feel like the national anthem is the one thing uh that that they that is still sacred. Right. They they feel that's the one sacred thing left in this country. And I I mean, you know, uh, are you right? It's a song. I know, but I don't know if it's the most sacred thing left in this country. And that's not, where, but. and that's where I want to go with you with this is, so I, I'm not, I was never in the military. I have, I have family, um, especially in, in the past that were military. My, my grandfather, our grandfather, um, is, is, yeah. uh, we're, you know, we're in the military. Um, so my grandfather's on both sides. Um, I, I have, you know, a good friend that, is in is in the military, um, but uh, Steve's not a good friend of the show. Steve's not a good friend of the show. A good friend of mine, good friend of the show. Um, so you know, I, I I know people that have served. Um, so you know, and I, I I respect them so much for that. Um, I may feel differently about it if I had been in the military, but from my perspective, I have no during the national anthem, especially at sporting events. I have no problem with if you want to sit down, kneel down, lay down, uh, fold yourself into a pretzel, stand up, put your hand on your heart, <laughs> salute the you know See, s- salute the flag, whatever you want to do. It it does not bother me as long as you are respectful and reverent. If That's, you're if okay. you're not making noise, just be quiet for the two minute song or whatever it is. Okay, just just be quiet. 
and and don't run around and cause commotion. That's all you have to do. I feel I feel like there's a I don't know about you know standing on your head hands or you know doing a handstand or, or I didn't catch all of the ones that you were going at, but I do. I do believe, I mean, I'm, that, that there should be a reverence. I, not reverence is a really strong word, I think. Uh, no, I think but, it's, actually, it's absolutely okay. right. So I think there should be then a reverence towards it. So, yes, be quiet. Uh, the, the kneeling thing, I, I, when they started kneeling at first, I was like, oh, that's, that's a really cool way to go about this instead of sitting down and pissing everybody off. It did nothing. And from my the same amount the, of people I were thought, angry right, about it what i thought it did i thought it was pretty good like this guy actually listened to people saying that that's disrespectful which i think the sitting is a little more if you if you can't stand up of course sit down you know that's how it is but if you can stand up i i, I always stand up hand you know hat off so i always got a hat on uh over to heart and all that stuff and sing your sing the song i'm a singer i'm one of the by the way i when the national anthem comes out comes on i sing it every time if i'm at the game and it's on i'm singing right there with who's ever out there for my for my money ranking all-time voices for for the national anthem whitney houston number one that was the best luther vandross number two chris witt number three yeah that well i mean all time Pipes of an angel, man. I got pipes of an angel. I, yeah, that's. I mean, that's understate. So understating it. The reverence part for me is important. It is important that you have respect at that moment in time. And but respect means something different to everybody. I, you're right. And, and, and reverence. That's the tough part. And I understand that that's the difficult part here. You're never gonna please everyone, mm-hmm. but that's the point of a protest. So you can. So you're being seen. Mm-hmm. Now, did he start this to be a protest? I don't know. I don't know. He might have just been sitting down. Somebody asked him why you're sitting down, and he came up with some baloney answer. And then next thing you know, he's like, oh, crap, what did I just start? <laughs> For all I know, that's what happened. But it is it, – it happened. And and I don't know that the kneel I, – I, to me, when, when that story came out about Clint Boyer sitting down with him and he said, listen, man, there needs to be some respect, Neil, that was the biggest part to me. Yeah, Um so I, I, let me ask you this question: Why do we play the national anthem at games? Could could I we have. just could we just eliminate this <laughs> problem by not playing the national anthem? I don't. I I mean I don't think that'll ever happen because it's played before every single sporting event. Event. I mean it's played at the end of every medal run in the in the in the Olympics. It's, the Olymp- and that's so that's that's the thing. That's so got to be where it started. For for me, you. For me, it makes more sense to play the national anthem on special occasions. On the 4th of July, on Memorial Day, on, um, you know, a lot of teams and a lot of sports have military appreciation days. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Olympics, certainly, you're playing for your country. Right. Those occasions, I think it makes sense to play the national anthem. It doesn't make any sense to me, honestly, to play... If you play the national anthem at every before every sporting event, why? How come when I walk in to work every morning they don't play the national anthem? How come when I get in my car every day, I don't play the national anthem? How come? How come in no other aspect of our lives do we play the national anthem except before sporting events? What does it have to do? I have to be with honest the, with the game with the event that you are at. Does I anyone have... go to a sporting event to? Listen to the because of the national anthem. Depends on who's singing. 
If Whitney Houston comes back from the grave, I'm I'm going for so it. So that's so she's only singing at major major events, 100%. which is exactly my point. So like, sing it at the do it at the World do it at Series, the Super Bowl, do it at the uh, Super Bowl, exactly. do it before NBA Finals games. Sure, I, I don't I don't I can't answer that because I've never really thought about that. I can tell you that when I'm going to a Xavier game with my dad, the goal is to get to the game, get in, get a beer. And be in your seat before the national anthem starts, because you know as soon as the national anthem starts, tips within three four minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, well they'll do the uh, you know they'll announce everybody five minutes maybe, sure. announce everybody, and then you know that's the fun part. Like the, that's where the fun starts. Now, who decided in this world? I've got a lot of s- going on over here. Sorry. Dude. Uh, who who decided in this world that that's got to start a game i have no idea i couldn't and, and tell. that's my point i don't think it has to i'll be on i'll be totally honest with you some people aren't probably going to like to hear this but there are times where i'm at a game and it's okay i'm waiting for the game waiting for the game waiting for the game and then okay everybody stand for the national anthem and i kind of go Honestly, it's not because I hate the national anthem. It's not because I don't respect what it means. You're just ready for the game to go. I'm just there for the game. I don't care if they play the national anthem, if they play uh, America's Most, you know, Two of America's Most Wanted or whatever, if they play Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince before every (laughs) game. I don't care what they play. It's just another song there. I mean, it's great. That's fine if you want to pay respect to the, and I to the country and, I and the flag yeah. and, and we're lucky to have sporting events and, and we're free to go to them and 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 that's because we live in a free country um that people are allowed to do that because of the freedom because of the military that that fights for our freedom and and, and keeps us a free country that's all great but it i don't it we don't need it for sporting events we don't need it except for special occasions when it makes sense that does not make you unpatriotic either i i I hope it does i want to tell i'm gonna tell you that it does i like the national anthem at at the games i know i i enjoy it's not that i dislike it's just i'm not there you're not there for it you're not there for it you can do you can get give or take give or take the net and i can understand that i think it but i want you to know that that does not make you unpatriotic i I don't think thank you and there are a lot of go ahead go no no no, you're good i just want to get I, i i'd like to get back to this kaepernick deal because the thing that's got me more upset than anything in this whole thing is the way he is all of a sudden portraying himself like he's being blackballed, which he, yeah, he is being blackballed. It, don't be upset about that. What did you think was going to happen? What When you, listen, this is the thing that gets to me. If you, if I work for a company, and I decide, and I work for, say, I work for, I don't know, uh, some, I'm trying to think of something good. I, I can't think of anything good. I, I make couches. And I decide that, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to make it known with my platform that I'd rather be in a chair. You know, it is what it is. I'd rather sit in chairs. I'm not a big couch guy. Guess what? People that make couches that you work for aren't going to like that. Sure. If I'm taken away from their money if if people are going now hmm maybe i should check a chair out instead of a couch guess what i'm probably gonna lose my job so colin kaepernick there are people that hated what you did and there are people that were against it and it was very well known and the nfl showed how they had lost money in those two years or that year and a half or whatever it was they lost a lot of money 
to a lot of viewers, to a lot of people going to games and a lot of other things. Sponsorships. I think there was a couple sponsors that even left them for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So they lost money. So yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but that's part of the protest. You're that they're they're go not they don't want you there, especially if you're a backup quarterback. That does nothing but that does nothing but bring extra things to into the locker room every time you step on the field. You're not the one who should be have all of the media around you about that. It just it's a lot of extra stuff, and I, I hate to say it, but you know, keep fighting your fight if you want to fight it, but don't be upset at the NFL for it. If he so he's probably good enough to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Sure, I think so, one hundred percent. But it really only matters if he's a top ten or fifteen or even twenty. If he's a starter, if he's good enough to be on the field starting and, and, and playing, trying to win games for a team, he would be there. Yeah. No matter what this kneeling thing, he would be there. People don't feel I mean, he he's a borderline guy. He's exactly. a borderline starter. So you're, So all you're doing is just hurting your dra you're hurting your money. It's what you did. You hurt yourself when it came to money. If he was truly good enough, he would be out there. Right. If Peyton Manning came out and did this, I hate to tell you, or take Peyton Manning out. Say uh Mike Vick before the dogs before the dog controversy did this, mm -hmm. guess what? He'd still be starting. He'd still be out there. Yeah. He'd still be playing. It probably wouldn't be as big of an uproar. Maybe it would. I don't know. It might be as big an uproar, but I think it would. It yeah, would. But... It would. He would still be on the field. Yes. That part would be. He would still be playing. I, no question about it for me. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Do you want to get in too deep into any more of this? You got anything I, else on this? I think. You know what? We could go I could, a thousand I, different directions with this. We could. There are so many branches to this tree. It's. It, there are so many nuances and so many different different angles to take on this thing you, you can get into the, we the donald of, trump side of things to yeah, where and that's I, what i, I don't want to do i don't want to get into that because look I, he had a big impact on this he whole had a thing, huge impact but, but the, i i don't want to we don't have to get into it if you don't want to i will i, I have if you no have something problem. to say about it i go. mean i, I you, you're you're the president of the united states of america i respect the president of the united states of america if an nfl player if some NFL players are kneeling or sitting, as far as I'm concerned, brother, you got that there. We got a lot. I'm in the lumber industry and there's a lot of trade things going on with Canada and China right now that we could really be dealing with a lot more than you getting your Twitter thumbs out, messing around in the middle of the night, having a bourbon or whatever you're doing. I know the guy <laughs> doesn't drink, but I voted for him. Like I, I, I'll tell you, I voted for Donald Trump for change and things like that but dude you got there's other, there's more important things in this world than 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 entertainment i know that's where you come from so that's where you think of but that's my that's the thing there's two things i want to say that and that colin kaepernick's got to get his head out of his ass on some things he good for you for doing what you did but don't think that you're i mean yeah you're blackballed what are you trying i mean it is what it is there are several players in the nfl that are much better suited. And they're doing such a good job with it. There's a lot of guys that are doing so good. There was a guy, who's the guy? Nah, I feel terrible. I can't remember his name for uh, Seattle. The Doug Baldwin. Mm -hmm. Doug Baldwin has, when all this went down and he saw an opportunity, he started doing, he went directly to uh, the, the, the police forces in all around, in Seattle and all around, and had sit downs with the chiefs and to explain what they're doing and why this is. And that's what it's all about. That is what, that's what you should be doing. Get out there. If you got an, if there's an issue, 
and you have a platform like that and you want to kneel, kneel, do that, whatever. But you better be getting your ass out and doing something outside of that. That's and real. That is what the pe- that's what most of these guys are doing. That that is really actually taking action. That's activism. You can you can yes, you can stand there and and say, "Hey, I don't like how you know a certain group of people is being treated in this country, so I'm going to protest it." Well, what are you doing though? You're just raising awareness. Guess what? It's all over the media. <laughs> it's been everyone happening knows about you. <laughs> it. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it's it's being talked about more because of that, I guess. But it's it, that's not that's not doing anything to invoke change. Right. And and going out what Doug Baldwin did, and there there are so many things you can do. You can you can get involved in the community and help people understand, you know, empathy and and you know coming together as a community and working together you know citizens and, and the, let the people, police force let people understand why you're Speaking, scared yes, when you get pulled over exactly, and things like yes, that and, yes. and tell them you know listen you know there's there's so many things uh, uh a guy i know gets to work super early every morning three o'clock and you know within the past two years he's a black guy within the past two years he gets to work sits in his car for a little bit gets on plays on his phone and then he goes in to do what he does because he's the only one there and he's had cops come up to him multiple times once with gun drawn, once with hand on uh, gun when they walked up. And it scares him half to death as a black guy in the middle of the night in a white neighborhood at work. So I I, I feel, you know, I, I'm not, that's not, I, I never have that issue. So it's hard no, for me to speak on it. It's, a, it's hard to imagine. It's so hard. Yeah. All right. So, all right. That's as deep as we'll probably ever get on this show. Uh, so if you made it 25 it. minutes, it's closed. So here we go. This is going to be fun, though. I want to switch this up big time. It's going to be hard. Go, this is going to be very difficult. All right, so me and I, it's a dog days of summer. You got uh, MLB is the only thing going on right now uh, that we're, we're – it's bef- before OTAs. Well, okay. Before <laughs> before football, you know, the, they'd had their little rookie thing, mini camps, and no OT, OTAs haven't started. So there's no football. Uh, there's no uh, the NBA is finally over. Thank you. I'm sure everybody's happy. We're not going to talk any NBA finals. Uh, I miss you, NBA. So love you. <laughs> so we're going to get to the Reds later. But for the next few weeks, we're going to try something fun. We are going to go over the all-time ugliest baseball players in Major League Baseball history, and there's some good ones. Oh my gosh, there's some good ones. So we're going to put out 16. Every week we're going to let you guys vote uh, the, on the matchup. We're going to put a bracket out, and I, we're going to put this on Facebook. Do this every week, and we're going to run down, and we're going to see who the ugliest player in Major League Baseball history is. All right, so let's get to this Let me add this, this is going to be difficult. Let me add this disclaimer first. Number one, <laughs> <laughs> I am the last guy that should be talking about how ugly somebody else is. Uh, Number two, <laughs> I feel awful about this. I don't at all. Awful. I do not. Number three. I'm so excited. This is going to be really fun. Let's do it. All right. Yes, let's do it. All right. And, and and one more disclaimer. When this is over, we decided we're probably going to do something different too. We're going to keep this going. as We're going to continue the, the um, bracket deal with all of this. And I think the next one is probably going to be, I suggested... Uh, best rear ends in sports, which to me, Larry Fitzgerald, number one seed. But we'll we'll get into that. We'll get. I know you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I You're have super a, uncomfortable. I have a lot to that. say about that. <laughs> we can get to that later. All right, so let's go. Ugliest baseball players. So we got a quick list here. Um, we got like twenty guys. 
So we're going to need to get these, drop these down. So just we're looking to get to 16, right? So we're going to get to 16. So we, and we got to rank them too. All right. So there's a couple that are obvious to me, right? So the first guy off my head, always, when I think of this, there's two that jump off right off the bat, Otis Nixon and Willie McGee. I agree. I mean, two I of the ugliest men probably of all time. Willie McGee is so high on this list. I can't, if they had a one, a, and then let everybody else be on it. Like, I wish he could be a negative six and then everybody else go. You know what's funny about Willie McGee? What's that? He's He works in baseball now. He he was a pretty unattractive gentleman when he was playing the game. How bad is it? He's a more, he's a more normal-looking guy now. Well, sure, he looked like he was 90 when he played. So if he's 90 now, he probably looks good now, for a 90-year-old. Now, yeah, now, like, <laughs> now he looks like he's supposed right, to. So we got Willie McGee's going to be towards the top, we know for sure. Yep. Right? All right. Yeah. So there's a guy out there that we both saw while going over this that needs to be high, a guy named Don Mossy. And you'll see a picture of him eventually if you go on the Facebook page. How high does he deserve to be? I put him at number one. Wow, over Willie. I'm good with that. Over because Willie McGee. Oh, my gosh. This guy, I mean, we might nickname him Dumbo. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm down for nicknaming him Dumbo. He he. His ears are large and stick way out. And you know what else and happens with this guy? he has a very long hooked nose. That's the hooked nose. He's got my hooked nose. Oh. Big time. His- I'm, I have people tell me all the time, like, dude, I bet you can touch your your <laughs> nose with your tongue. And I'm like, surprisingly, no, because of how big this thing is. It's, but And it hooks but down. It, it doesn't but, hook that oh, bad. It, it comes down. Look at this thing. Yeah. Look at the profile. No, you have a, so, you have a, nice, you have a nice camel's hump in the middle. Yeah. But it doesn't. I don't feel like it's, it's got a little hook. It doesn't have Don Mossy's hook, but Not it's Don got Mossy's a hook. hook. Look up D O N M O S S I if you're looking. Wouldn't at that this. be great if Don Mossy had a great curveball, so he had a great hook and nose, his nose and, and, a, and a hook? Yeah. And a hook. <laughs> I bet this guy could touch his nose with his tongue. All right, I, so. bet, I bet he could touch Don, his nose with his <laughs> belly button or something. Huh? Don Mossy number one. So does that mean Willie McGee automatically number two, or do we have somebody that you got? There's a couple others in here that are close for number two. And let me throw some names out to you and let me know what you think. All right. I'm going to, here's how it's going to work. I'm not giving you too many options okay. because you're way too indecisive of a Absolutely. person. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you six hours just a few this. of these. All right. So we're going to go. There's a guy out here named Ezekiel Astacio, who is extremely ugly. Uh, there's a guy named Andy Etchabarn, and then there's a guy named Otis Nixon, and I think we all know how I feel about Otis Nixon. Okay, I, so, out so, of out of those, give me number three. Okay, so you said Willie McGee's two then. Willie McGee, without a doubt, okay. I'm putting Willie McGee two. You're not allowed to take him off. I, I know you're a big fan of the um, unfortunate aesthetics of. Otis Nixon, so we'll make him number three. All right, that sounds good. So number three, Otis gets up there. Plus his name's Otis. That's so awesome. I love that and, name. You know, there's a guy that, that I honorable mention, he's not going to be on the list, but Johnny Dickshot. He's not the best looking guy, but he's got the ugliest he's baseball our, name. He's the number one seed for our best sports names of all time. And they're, they're, we're going to do that at some point. Sports okay. names, Johnny Dickshot, without a doubt, is going to be up there. <laughs> All right, so number four. Who? What number are my options four. for number four? All right, so number four. So we got uh, – so that gives us Otis Nixon. Um, so then – all right, so you got a guy named Tyrone Hill and not, not the, the former ex-basketball ba- player uh, slash lottery pick slash uh, to the Warriors slash – Although 
if we were doing an all sports oh, all time ugly team, he'd be team, up there, way up, way there. up there. I think I think the NBA would take over in uh, like they they've got there's a there's, lot of ugly. Oh, George Murison, oh, oh Sam does it Cassell, get? Oh my gosh, give me, oh, keep it going. Anyway, all right. all right. So sticking with baseball, all right. So uh, you got the Echabarin guy, this this old catcher from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty ugly dude. I mean, just a monster face. He's just got a monster face on him. <laughs> He's he kind of looks like uh, what's the Frankenstein g- character on uh, Frankenstein? Frankenstein. <laughs> Is that really yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like Frankenstein. <laughs> Who's the guy on Frankenstein <laughs> with the things coming out of his yes. neck? And <laughs> all right, so Tyrone Hill, Andy Etchabarin. And uh, I'm going to give you one other guy. Oh, Ezekiel Stasio. Hmm. Those three. I'll tell you, I'll be honest. My number four was probably not on that list. Who's number four? Rob Malakote. Oh, Rob Malakote. I'm giving you that. Okay. We'll put Rob Malakote. Yep. We'll put Rob Malakote. Didn't get to talk about him too much, but. He looks like somebody I know, and I, it's funny. I've Every never time heard of him. or seen this guy in my whole life until I was researching this. No, and his baseball, baseball card, card will oh, be up boy. on his baseball card will be up. All right, so and here's another guy, Pasquale Perez, that we talked about. <laughs> Great, not the best smile, not not the best is that smile. The, is that at the all. big gap tooth? No, no, it's it's pa- oh, no, the guy Pasquale from the Perez. Yankees. Sorry, I was thinking yeah, of Jose yeah, Contreras. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, oh, that's a good one. I don't think we even have him on. We, we don't. We don't. We can't that's add okay. anybody else. No, we're at twenty now. All right. So, All right, so number five. So Rob Malakote. So we're still at Etchabarn. Okay. You're still at uh, Ezekiel Stasio, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, let's go between those two guys. Pasquale Perez. Those three. For, for me, those three. Andy Etchabarn. All right. So Andy goes number five. Uh, let's go there. All right. So then, now that we're there, so now we need to go to. Okay, so real quick, this list we got, um, there's some good guys on here. You got John Lackey, you got Jack Wilson, uh, Jorge Cantu, Kevin Euclid, one of my favorites that I think needs to be in the top 10 for sure, Ron Robinson. I totally Former Red. And I want to put him at six right now, if that's okay. Perfect. Okay, so six is going to be Ron Robinson. Um, So, on that note, there's two guys that, that I want to throw out there that me and you didn't talk about, and I saved them because I was really excited. Oh, boy. Hall of Famers, both of them. Oh. Two of probably the best players of all time. Okay. Joe DiMaggio and Willie Mays. Yeah. Willie Mays was 100 years old when he was 20. Yeah, he was. He had an old, old face. Yeah. Um. Man, those are good. Yeah, those are good, too. Joe DiMaggio, yeah. Joe DiMaggio he, was an ugly – he was he – was, he was knocking the socks off of Marilyn Monroe. I don't know how that happens. Well, it's because he was the best baseball player in the world probably at the time. Um, and Marilyn Monroe, Monroe. I wish I was better at baseball. May have gotten around a bit with the uh, celebrities <laughs> from what I understand. I don't know. So um, what? I he married around. her. Yeah. She was uh, at his house every night. She was only well, with them every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Joe. If <laughs> I look like absolutely. that. If I look like that, go ahead, babe. That's going to keep you around. <laughs> When I'm, uh, I, I, when I'm cross country I'm playing in San Francisco, when I'm in San Francisco, hey, what happens in New York stays you know in what? New York. Some people have open relationships like that. There you go, especially when you're in San Francisco. 
Sorry, never mind. <laughs> that's not the. That's the wrong. Number seven. <laughs> who do we put it? Number who do we put? Okay, number seven. So what do you want to do here? So take into consideration what we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give you a few here. I'm I'm keeping Dimaggio and Mays up top with a guy named Tyrone Hill, uh, and then also adding in there Hideki Matsui to give you to choose from. So are those your your four like your four to round out the top ten then? Oh well, I, mean, I want to put Tyrone, Tyrone Hill needs to round out the top ten. Is he ten? Uh, I will put him at ten, seven. So that's eight, nine, ten. We'll put Tyrone Hill at ten. Um, I think that I think Joe DiMaggio should be seven. Okay, you good with that? I'm fine. Okay, so we'll go. Uh, we'll put DiMaggio in there, and then all right. So now we're looking at there might be an upset though. Oh, there's going to be an upset because we're not doing a very good. I mean, like you said earlier. We're doing this on the fly, and this would take you like five hours of oh. looking at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures to do Easily. this. Easily, and even when I just have this little list here, it would take me I know hours and hours. Twenty to people, just twenty-one down people. He to could knock there's, off a few guys off the list. Adam here. wouldn't be able to to make a real list. It would never happen. No, I would. That's why I have to to jump in, get the get yeah, the man. ball rolling, yeah. and uh, speed it up a little bit. Yeah. All right, so so I get, so we got Joe DiMaggio at seven, Tyron Hill at ten. We need an eight and a nine. Uh, we got Pasquale Perez out there still. I I feel like not not Pasquale. He's I mean he's he's an ugly dude, but I I'm Ezekiel Estacio is the one I think should be in the top ten. Do you not think so? Tell me no if you don't think so. Um, yeah, of the guys on our list still, uh, we could we could throw him on there. Yeah, I would say so. Um, where or, do you want or, Randy Johnson. I was thinking about Randy Johnson, honestly, right. for the Ran- top ten. Randy Johnson's going to be eight, and eight. then uh, we'll do Ezekiel Estacio for number nine. nine. All right. There we go. All right. So All right, so top six. ten is thrown down. We did that pretty quick, man. I feel I feel good about this. I'm glad that you're that you're you're staying you're I'm, staying I'm uh, fast on this I'm, motion I'm here. I'm trying. You're forcing me, which I need. All right. That sounds good. All right. So here we go. Ezekiel is in there. And uh, now we're on 11. So we got 11 through 16 left to go. All right. Here's what we got left. We got Pasquale Perez. We have Ty Cobb. We have Willie Mays, Daryl Strawberry, Bartolo Colon, John Lackey, Jack Wilson, Jorge Cantu, Kevin Euclid, and Joe Torrey. Now, we got to narrow this down. We got to cut four of those guys off. So maybe to start this, we'll let's cut four guys off of here, and then we'll rank the last ones. Okay. All right. So out of these guys that are left, um, you got Tori, Euclid, Cantu. I'm I'm thinking out of these guys, man, John Lackey's. I'm taking Bartolo Colon off. I agree with that. Okay, Bartolo Colon. I agree with that, and I make congratulations. A motion, I make a motion to take Joe Tori off. Joe Tori's coming off. Man, there's some. Hilariously ugly. You can disagree, and we can keep them on. Nope, I, nope. I'm good. I'm just proud that you made a decision that fast. I'm very I'm proud. So that proud. I'm, of you. I, thank you. The problem is, we still got to do two more. All right. So you got oh, Ty. That's, yeah, that's taking forever. Ty Cobb, Willie Mays, Daryl Strawberry, uh, John Lackey, Jack Wilson, Jorge Cantu, Kevin Euclid. You need to. We need to get rid of two more. Ty Cobb, dude, Ty Cobb was ugly, dude. Yeah, he was. Ty Cobb was ugly. Willie he was May- another guy that had a real big nose, right? 
Ty Cobb? Uh, I mean, am it, I, am I it wasn't super big, him? but yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best looking nose. Um, so here's the deal then. I'm going to do this to you. Okay. <sighs> Daryl Strawberry was an ugly guy. We kind of threw him on at the end. Do you want to keep him in there? That to me means that you are ready to drop him off the list, make him one of the last two to drop off the list. I'm I'm saying, I'm asking you, if you, 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 if you feel that way. But you brought his name up specifically well, yeah, because of course. you feel like yeah. So we're dropping Daryl Strawberry off the list. All right, then you got and, then you gotta do the next one. Okay. Out of out of respect to one of the one of the best three or four baseball players in the history of the world. I'm sorry, Willie Mays has got to go. <gasps> Willie, I thought you were taking Ty Cobb off. Oh no! Oh wow! No, give me Willie Mays over Ty Cobb any day. Wow! 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 If wow, you want to wow. keep Willie Mays, no, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay, we got four off. All right, so now the real job comes in. All right, number eleven. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna have to say that number eleven's got to be between Jorge Cantu, John Lackey, and Kevin Euclid. John Lackey for me. John Lackey it is. All right, so then number 12. Number 12, you have to choose between um, Kevin Euclid, Jorge Cantu, and Jack Wilson. I say uh, I say Jack Wilson. Wow, you got Jack Wilson that up, up there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Cantu I mean, we're next, at the but back we're end. good. Yeah, we'll say Jack Wilson. All right. You know what? And then Cantu next. All right, then we'll do Cantu next. Uh, and then that means that Kevin Euclid has got to be right there after that. because. And I'm not saying Kevin Euclid is an ugly dude. When he had the beard rocking, he looked good. But that beard hid some features, and y'all are going to get to see him <laughs> when we when we put some of these car, baseball cards up with no beard. Clean-shaven Kevin Euclid is like wow. me clean-shaven. I will <laughs> never, ever, ever be clean-shaven again for the rest of my life because of what my face looks like without a beard on it. There you go. All right. That sounds good. I, 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 like, I like you with a little – well, you got a 5 o'clock shadow right after you shave, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> All right, so uh, so you so Euclid is so you're saying Euclid is fourteen. Your Euclid is uglier than Hideki Matsui, Pasquale Perez, Ty Cobb. Oh man, how do we? We took too many people. What do we? How no, many people do I we have on right. here? We're gonna have to take oh, another you know guy. What? Off. We, yeah, you're right. We had twenty one. We oh, had twenty one. We got to take another guy off. We have to have, well, yeah. if that's the case, I forgot about Pasquale Perez. I was talking about him in the top ten. Hmm. Well, we can switch somebody up. Uh, let's take Uke down to, let's take Uke down. Let's knock Uke down. And I'm, I got to put Pasquale Perez at 14. Okay. I didn't even write the 14 next to Uke yet. So there you go. All right, good, man. How did I miss that? Hideki Matsui. Uh, Hideki Matsui's got to be 15. 15 this could Hideki Matsui. Oh, he's going to go up against Willie McGee. Godzilla really mm. looks like Godzilla kind of not at all actually, but still, yeah. Mm, I was gonna like say monster, he might though. be a, he might be a uh, upset waiting to happen, but it, there's it's Willie McGee. How you, you can't you can't do it. So did we decide who we took off the 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 one more guy we took off? No, we didn't. Okay, it's probably and, and it's gonna be between Kevin Euclid and Ty Cobb. Hmm. Boy, that's oh man, I almost want to see a side by side picture of those guys. It take ta- <sighs> we're taking Ty Cobb off. Kevin Euclid is staying. Yep. Okay. Kevin Euclid is staying. Okay. All right. So there you go. Now, 
Here's what we need from you guys. We are going to post this uh, this onto our Facebook page. So the bracket will be up there. It's just going to have the names. Mm-hmm. Every week from here on out, we are going to put up two pictures in a poll and let you guys vote on ugliest between the two. And we're going to narrow this bracket down over the next few weeks uh, and get this down to where we to where we want to do it. At some point in time, we might put two up because it's going too slow, maybe. Sometimes we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Stay tuned. It's going to be fun. It I mean, is. So, so round one, first week is going to be Don Mossy versus Kevin Euclid. Well, the yeah. one sixteen probably yeah. right. Yeah, that. And I'm going to tell you, I got a picture of Euclid that it rivals Don Mossy. Yeah, and, and and that's a good thing to say. It depends on what kind of picture you find of these guys. That's right. Every one of these guys has a picture, probably except for a couple of them that. <laughs> That you can find, they're like, oh, you know what? He's a kind of a normal looking guy. And then other pictures where you're like, whoa, mama. It's like me. What like is, if you get what a picture, is this human being mixed with? If you get a picture of me, sometimes you're like, huh, yeah, guy wears a hat a lot. You get a picture of me with no hat, maybe with a slight profile. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow. 100% could be in the top five of this list. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, this list? easily. Oh, I easily. Don know. Mossy, Willie McGee, Otis Nixon, Rob Malico, and Andy Ashbrook. Okay, maybe not in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are ugly if they, when they don't even try. All right, so there you go. That's going to be the fun part. We're going to need your guys' help. It's going to be hilarious. I'm super excited about it. Uh, this was an idea that I had, and I'm ready to go. So, don't forget to go on the Facebook to the Nosebleeds fa- Facebook page and vote. Um, it'll be up Thursday and ready to go. We'll start with the 116 matchup. Okay. Make it nice and easy for you guys. There you go. And even if two people vote, or it doesn't matter, it's, we're gonna then we're we'll gonna, make our yeah, decision. We'll make anyway. the de- yeah, we'll make the we'll make the final decision. But your vote counts. I I feel like if the if if it's an upset, I'm letting the vote go through. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean the vote's number one. If, it's, if yeah, there's we'll a that. tie, then we'll me and you will discuss it. Yes. All right, Good so time. let's move on, man. So that takes us in. While we're talking about baseball, how about something quick on the Reds? Uh, they still look like they're not doing very well. Uh, however, you know who's pitching better? Sauermano, two wins in a row. Also, Tyler Malley. Tyler Malley. Both guys coming off of their last two starts being being pretty good starts. Yes. And, and the Reds got wins in all four of those games, That's right? exactly right. Um, which is very encouraging. For me, it's not anywhere close to being enough to say, hey, these guys figured it out. They're, they're, oh, God, no. So, so we've got to, we've got to see some consistency for a while. If, if they pitch well in seven or eight of their next ten starts, Malley's then I'll the, start thinking – He's got his ERA under four now. I mean, he, he's that's good. Yeah, yeah. Malley's he's six and six and ERA under four. I mean, that's, that's not where, bad actually at all. Considering the, the when he had those three four games in the middle there that because yes. he started off pretty good mm-hmm. and had a rough patch. Yeah. He's not looking bad at all. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, he he he's I, really. I mean, there are some good pitchers in baseball that are five hundred or below with an ERA four or above. So yeah. he's 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 not doing too bad, especially on a team that loses. A lot. <laughs> yeah. We yes, that is exactly true. So so speaking of so you have those two guys going pretty well now. Yep. Matt Harvey had a pretty decent first couple of games and he He sucks. He's he's <laughs> exactly what I said from the very beginning. He's a 
He's a So you're already ready to make that statement that he is a failure. Uh well he we didn't lose anything. I mean I, I mean we lost Devin Mazzarocco, I guess, but in in all reality Devin hasn't really done much with with the Mets either. He's gotten all, you know from yeah, that yeah. 0 and 19 start or whatever you were talking about how many wins he played in. He, he's done a little better since then, but Mazzarocco, yeah. Bruce and yeah. Frazier by the way all playing for the Mets. All not doing real well. No, right now. yes, that's exactly right. Though you know, in the pitcher that's got me most worried is still Luis Castillo. Yeah, he. What's he going on with this? Is he it, hasn't bounced back. He doesn't really have any. He has several pretty rough starts in a row where he doesn't really have too many too many decent ones mixed yeah. in there. His I mean, last seven games, he's two and four with a five oh two ERA. Five. Yeah, man. Seven he, games, thirty seven innings. He's barely getting to five innings. And he's the guy probably with the most upside. Yeah, that we talk about with the most upside. But right. I, I, are we wrong? Is he still? Does he still have electric stuff? Why is he getting hit? I haven't. He's still only twenty five. I think twenty four, twenty five. I'm going to tell you right now. You say twenty four, twenty five, and then you say twenty six, twenty seven, and all of a sudden you're starting to creep up. He's not far away from catching yeah. that prime. He's not far away. I mean, he should be showing something in the next couple of years. I expect. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm okay with him. Not. He still only has. How much service time? Uh, a year. A, a year, yeah, something like that. So he, he's he's still he's still learning the major league baseball game and how to pitch to to major league baseball players. I'm still learning the major league uh, talking in front of a microphone. Did you just get poked in the eye by your poked, microphone. <laughs> poked myself in the eye with this little thing sticking off the microphone. <laughs> um, one of the first guys probably in podcast history to, to be poked in the eye by his own microphone. The surprising thing is usually my nose keeps things away from my eyes, but I must have just bent at the right time and That's, clipped it. Yeah. Man. I've run into walls with my nose before when I turn too fast. I have to be careful. <laughs> so Don Mossy-esque. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I just don't have the ears. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. I hope that you guys all look up Don Mossy because you're not going to get to see him until next week, the picture of him. So look up Don Mossy. You'll see him. You'll see him soon. But yeah, yeah. if you if you're listening to this and it's not up yet on the Facebook page, look it up. Will Don, be. Look it's, up Don Mossy. It'll be up. It'll be up before midnight tonight. Oh, okay. So it'll be up. I I've, I've already figured out how to do it. It took me a long time, but I figured it out. I'm not the most um, technical person. In the world? Is that the word I want to say? I don't know. Anyway, so back to back to our friends here. Uh, Scooter Jeanette still killing the ball. Third in uh, all of Major League Baseball hitting three thirty six. Um, the guy is, I mean, he's hitting the cover off the ball. He 100% deserves to be an all-star. He will be an all-star. Whether he gets voted in is the big question. I think he's still in second right now, if I'm correct. He will be an all-star. I, I finally voted for the first time uh, last week. I voted for, and we talked about this a little bit last week, it's, it's um, you know, in my opinion, you have to set your fandom aside yep. and vote as objectively that's as how, possible. I, that's exactly right. Based on the kind of first half everybody's having. Um, so, but when I did that, and I looked at every, and I just, just my first time trying to go through it quickly, I just used... What they what they use to vote, you know, so sure. batting average, home runs, RBIs, stolen bases, and plate or uh, at bats. I think plate appearances or at bats. So just looking at those, I did vote Scooter Jeanette for second base. I did vote Eugenio Suarez over Nolan Arenado at third base. Oh, 
Eugenio Suarez, I'm looking at this right now. Actually, Suarez and Jeanette lead made uh, the National League in RBIs. In RBIs. They're 1-2 in the National League in RBIs. That's, a, that's, that's Eu- something. Eugenio Suarez missed 13 or 14 games I'm sorry. in the first part of this. Travis Story is number one in, yeah. in RBIs. And then it's Suarez and Jeanette. Yes. So. Suarez was leading for a Suarez, long time. Uh, he's got 54. Story's got 56. And that's the thing. Suarez missed like 13 or 14 games early in the season yeah. with an injury. So he's he's not played as much as most of the other guys on the top of that list. Right. So that's even more impressive. That's super impressive. Um, Fodder's got to get his act together. 298, seven bombs, 36 ribs. He's got to start doing something. He's he's getting on base and hitting the ball a ton. Yep. He's just not driving in a ton of runs right There's now. There's not a lot of people on in front of him. The guys are driving in the runs or the guys behind him. I bet right. he's up there and runs scored because he's probably the one getting driven in all the time. Yeah. By Jeanette and Suarez. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Scott Shebler's been leading off a lot, and since he has been, he's been he hasn't been hitting bad. Um, Jose Peraza was, I think, back in that spot yesterday. I don't, I'm not sure if he was in there today or not, but you never know um, with this. But but he he's not he's not yeah he started out pretty bad. He's not having a real bad year hitting wise, at least. Um, The infield, the Reds infield, is as good as almost any infield in baseball, probably, at least as far as hitting. Hitting Um, wise, yeah, because Scooter Jeanette is. He brings our our defense way down. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, Vado's a pretty good first baseman. Suarez has made himself Ex-Gold a really good. Ex Gold Glover. So right, yeah. Um, Suarez has made himself a really good third baseman, and Peraza. I don't know. I could take him or leave him probably at shortstop, <laughs> but um, he's he's probably not Zach Cozart defensively, but um, he has he could potentially be more valuable offensively than Cozart. So real quick, can I say this? I'm looking at Joey Votto right now. Can I say Votto should be on one of the on the the most handsome list in ML? I mean, this is he's a good looking man. If you, when if, he does the five o'clock shadow, puts a ball cap on. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the, the shaved head. Ball cap on, five o'clock shadow, studly. He, not he, to mention great rear end. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll let you judge that one. Um <laughs> He does have a he he keeps himself in very good shape. He's got a good he's got a good athletic build. Build, yeah. Yes. Um, so he he if you ask a lot of the young ladies in the Cincinnati area, oh, you're allowed they to say tell that you. another man looks good. Oh, sure, absolutely. It's 2018. Just, if you're I'm not just, bisexual, sure. you're just gay. <laughs> that's my favorite quote um, <laughs> from you in this podcast, and that's the second time you've used it. Um, <laughs> is it? It is the second uh, time. Yeah, I thought I was loved holding it, it the back. first time. All loved right. it the second there time. You go. Anyway, um, so yeah, so so the infield, you have something else. Go. No, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looked like you were about. To I, say I was about to take it off because we got five minutes left, and I want to get into the uh, to the World to Cup. To the World Cup. One more thing on the Reds, though. Yes. Homer Bailey update. So he 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 pitched his rehab start a week ago. Three innings. Six hits, five earned runs, something like Terrible. it was bad. And then he decided the next day, I'm not healthy enough to pitch. I'm I'm putting myself on the shelf. Yeah, good for right? you. So I th- from what I understand, he decided that. So probably this afternoon we found out. I believe it's tomorrow. He's scheduled to throw a bullpen session, and then Saturday he has his next. So for a week he wasn't healthy enough to pitch. Whatever. And now he's back. I'm so and, done. And with I all think that. on Saturday is his next rehab start in Louisville. Gotcha. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But if he I, – I guess whenever he has some success, 
is when he'll decide he's healthy enough to pitch again. And then we're going to see what happens. If they bring him back up and have to make room for him in, in the rotation, in the starting rotation again, or if they're going to do what they in, say. He'll go to the bullpen. I think at this point in time, they're frustrated enough that he's going to end up in the bullpen. But is he going to agree to that? I mean, is is he going to? He doesn't have much of a choice. He doesn't. But he, I feel like what he's doing right now is is just kind of taking his own fate, his fate in his own hands, and deciding whether he it, he can just say, "My knee's bothering me too much. I can't I can't pitch. If you put me in the bullpen, I can't pitch." Well, at some point in time, they're gonna have to figure out something to do with him. I mean, because you can't you can't keep doing this. I mean, they got to figure something out, or just throw him on the DL and say, "Forget it." Okay, sixty day DL. You're done for the year. Yep. We'll. Evaluate see the ya. situation. Yeah. See, ya. <laughs> see if we can get rid of you. Try to try to get try to get a bag of balls and uh, I don't know fifty bucks or something for yeah, him. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're not getting much for him. No. Maybe a few Louisville sluggers. I take while that. he's down there. Yeah. Might as well take him with you. Sure. So, all right, let's do this. World Cup time. Mm-hmm. Biggest. Bi- I mean, this is the biggest thing in the world right now. Uh, my brother-in-law came over. We watched Germany get beat by Mexico. I felt bad for him because he had a Germany uh, oh. jersey on. I really oh, felt bad. Man. That's uh, tough. The, you know, big time upset there, though. I, it was big time upset. I just want to say this right off the bat: I have no idea where the offsides line is, and I don't know, under, really understand the rule. Uh, sometimes the, the, uh, the guy kicks it out to a guy who's up there and it's okay, and sometimes he kicks it out to a guy who's up there and it's not okay. I don't, I don't understand it. I need a soccer guy. I got a friend, Doug Finke, huge soccer guy. I don't think he listens to this, so sorry. Maybe I'll send this to him and tell him I threw a shout-out. Brother, I need your help. I've talked bad about soccer for a long time in my life. It's a, I've always said it's a physical sport. It's probably more physical than, than anybody really gives a credit for. Mm-hmm. But I still don't understand it, and and people say there's a lot of action in it all the time. Uh, that that's why people like it better than baseball. I understand that it's two hours, and it's basically gonna be two hours. You get a little bit of extra time or whatever it's called. But I ain't gonna lie to you; it bores the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it does. It does. It bores me to all hell and back. You think the ba- ba- major league baseball is boring and it's low scoring? Good night. One nothing? No, sorry. One nil? <laughs> One nil. Heaven forbid I say on the field, I, I somebody's uh, going to no, take my head off. Got to. We're on the pitch today. Yeah. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good. I, I never heard it called the pitch growing up. I, I heard it called no. a pitch for the first time in like the last five years. I don't know if it was just if I was just that far separated we were, from soccer man. i think we were i think we were that far separated from soccer so, and then so, landon donovan great looking male athlete good looking guy great hair landon donovan comes out and all of a sudden people are paying attention to uh usa soccer now he's gone yeah you know my and favorite my favorite the, the, the women's team oh uh, the women's team who won ago. it yeah with uh, uh oh my god did you see Brittany chastang's uh i think that's her name brandy I think. brandy chastang's uh the bust she got in the soccer hall of fame or something like that oh my god it look <laughs> is it of her it lo- without her jersey on it no 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 or- it's just her face it looks like a it looks like bob craft 
and Bill Belichick oh. had a, a head in old man Goodness boy. <laughs> that is what it looks like. Look it up. Holy cow. It is hilarious. Head an old heaven, man boy. Heaven, God, she is such a good sport. She laughed. She laughed at it. She thought it was funny. She, you know, she went, and they are going to redo it. They're not going to leave it like this. There are some really bad Hall of Fame oh busts. You can find a gosh. good of those, too. Dude, that is so funny. All right, so tell me, have you watched any World Cup soccer? I have, um, I have been sitting in front of my TV for about a total of 60 seconds watching World Cup soccer. That's more than usual for you. It's more than usual for me. It's look, it's the World Cup. I got to give it some time, right? That's right. Um I'm 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 waiting for the uh for Team USA's game. I'm going to um I'm going to paint my face. Oh my god. <laughs> I just showed Adam oh the picture of Brandy Chastain. <laughs> That's a you're that's a that was a very good description of what that looks like. It's legit, that's an, right? That's an, that looks like an old lady and an old man at the same time. <laughs> wow. Holy cow, please either, go on. Either I don't remember what Brandy Chastain really looks like or that is that is she okay, yeah, smiled that's her, too. Exactly. She that's, smiled that's right that's next to it. She, she's a she's a she's I mean she's a normal not, looking girl. That could not look less like her. Oh my god, it's so great. I'm that so, was a joke. Somebody did a joke there. Somebody was messing around. That's like the uh was it Messi? Who's the really the hunk? Is it Ronaldo or Messi? That's like the god of soccer. One of those two Beckham? had a statue. Beckham, that shows your age. Uh, <laughs> well, no, that I, dude's old as dirt, man. I, he's older, but he was a really good oh, looking. 100%. He married Posh Spice. I mean, come on. Right, yeah. I Well, just because I allowed her to. Oh, so that it was. Yeah. You know, I was always, uh, always kind of liked the uh, ginger spice. I don't know why. I was never a big redhead, but ginger spice was... Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was because she always seemed like she was a little more dirty than all the other ones. Hey, now. I liked them all. You know, they were all pretty good. Baby, Baby Spice was probably number two for me. She was probably one for me. Really? Oh, she yeah. was probably yeah. one for me. You would be. You would go straight for the blonde. Really? Yeah. Is that my type? No, I don't know that you have a type, but I would say I, I just wanted to say either. that. No. Oh, okay. So you don't really. Yeah. Do, wow. Oh, do baby. I really? I don't. I don't. I. I. I just said it, man. Don't okay. get all upset. Okay. I was no, just no. No, no. I wasn't upset. You. I was just trying to. Figure. <laughs> don't hurt you yourself. You know something over about it. me. I don't know. I don't, don't hurt know yourself I... over it. No. So please go on. Check out Brandy Chast- Chastain's pick. Just put Brandy Chastain statue, and it's all over the place. Oh my gosh! They have it next to a picture of John Elway. It could be John Elway, <laughs> another one of the most ugliest men on the history of the uh, of sports. Well, uh, he's not ugly. John, John Elway? Elway? Oh my god! I feel like god. he's a really good-looking guy. That dude has bigger teeth than the actual Bronco oh. mascot. I mean, yeah, he's got big teeth, but so do I. I mean, I, like, <laughs> no, not, his. I don't know. Have you ever seen him smile? Seems like a pretty good-looking guy. He smiles, and it's nothing but teeth. Huh. I mean, it's, it, yeah. they're big teeth. I feel like okay. he doesn't have like the gum thing going on though. You know, people smile and oh, like it's half teeth, oh. half gums. <laughs> like, I, like that. <laughs> that cra- I'm so that cra- <laughs> I can't get. I don't. I don't own an upper lip. I don't own it. <laughs> yes, you. I, do. I don't have one. I have to have some kind of mustache or some something. Some of the folks in our family make it have look small like small upper lips. For sure. I 100. percent 
yours is Dumb, pretty normal. I don't own an upper lip. I I rent I rent one every now and then and try to get one going, but no, when you no upper duck lip. Face so so <laughs> for pictures when I do my duck face. So uh, so in that case, I just want to let you know that um, when people smile like that. I, I used to think because I had no lip that I would do that, but I think people with bigger lips, because when they smile, that lip pulls out a little bit, and oh my gosh, that half gum, half teeth thing is one of the funniest, I don't want to say ugliest, because it's not, I mean, not necessarily no, not, ugly. No, no, it's just, it's just We've been using ugly a lot. Very noticeable. And, and ugly might be the wrong thing, and, and, and I if we have offended oh, anybody ter- today, I, I know you do. Our- about I don't, our ugly list. I don't at all. You know what? We're just having fun. We are. We're the two ugliest people in the world. If anybody can judge these people, it's us. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm not. A, I don't mean if I offended you, I apologize. All right, no, we've we're... we've been we've been at this for a little over an hour, and we uh, got way off the World Cup topic. We there did very quickly. Sorry. Well, that that and I. Pretty sure that's what I thought was going to happen. We, we we teased it like we were big fans. Chris and I are two of the of the most ignorant soccer fans because we're not soccer fans at all. Um, and I don't listen. I'm 36 years old. I don't know all the positions. I don't know. Uh, we got left wingers and midfielders, and I don't know all don't, the positions. I don't really. I know, know what the goalie is. Yeah, sure. You know, and here's what I understand real quick on the World Cup and soccer in general. The goalie's the most important guy on the daggone thing. Do you ever see how big the goal is? It's not like hockey. That's hockey, tough. dude. In Being hockey, you're like tough. you're like the size of the goal with yeah. all those pads you have. You, right. I don't, of course, it's going to be nothing to nothing in one nothing. It's that's hard as heck to get that puck in there, dude. That ball ain't that big, and that's a monster net. It is, dude. I feel like I could kick from midfield and get a goal more than half the time. Goalie, well, so I mean, so what I'm saying don't is, do that, but of yeah. course, but what I'm saying is, I feel like the goalie's the most important person on that field. But it's always these guys that score a couple that get those dudes stop like twelve shots a game. Which, as I say, it sounds there's not a lot. Then to there's that. only thirteen taken because it's one nothing. <laughs> so that I'm, that I, if you look, that's about right. Is I'm pretty really? sure, yeah. Like people only shoot at the goal that many times in a yeah, soccer game. Yeah, it's that difficult to get a shot on goal. I, f- I That's feel why like the free no kicks are so important. Be. Wow. Yeah. Why is it so hard to kick the it's ball at the goal? Huge... <laughs> that's, that's all it is to me. I I don't. I mean, to your point, like you can stand at midfield and try to kick it at the goal and I'm, make it to the goalie. Yeah. I mean, if you can just sneak one over top of his head, I mean, shoot half the time. I mean that's they got to jump to get to the crossbar so and then those professionals can kick the ball and get some spin on it and get it to curve yeah and, and bounce all kinds of ways and so I'm I'm gonna push goalies most important goalies should be the guys that have statues in soccer not Messi not Ronaldo not these sexy beasts that they are <laughs> it should be the tall guys that don't run around at all um, probably should be a little bigger than they are but you know. They're soccer players. They got to stay in shape. So those guys, I'm making a push. Those are the most important people in soccer. And the I'm goalie. I'm putting statues of goal. I'm putting pictures of goalies all over. Hope Solo, maybe not you because you kind of scare me a little bit. <laughs> not gonna lie. And if I saw you in person, 
I would tell you that you scare me a little bit. So it's, I'm not saying anything <laughs> I wouldn't say directly to her face. You want to uh, get body slammed, don't you? Oh, my God. She scares the living daylights out of me. Uh, but there was a dude, a uh, light-skinned guy, light-skinned black guy that used to be the goalie for the United States a few years back. He was like in two different World Cups. That dude was a stud. Was it Kobe Jones? He was Jones? awesome. No, Kobe Jones. Kobe Jones had the dreadlocks. He was right. back in the 90s. I'm talking oh, about the last two World boy, Cups. Dude, really Kobe Jones might be age. my favorite. Him and Alexis. Alexi Lawless. Alexi Lawless, yes. <laughs> Those two guys were the USA team of our childhood. It's weird to see Alexi Lawless now without that big, long goatee yeah, that he has. Yeah, the long the hair and all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the red rifle. Alexi Lawless is the Barry Melrose of soccer, yeah. I feel like. So <laughs> Barry Melrose is the only... Is the is the only <laughs> hockey analyst at ESPN? <laughs> Alexi Lawless is the only soccer the only analyst one. in the world. That's exactly. Uh, I don't know. In the United States. In the United States. We all know. Oh, there are probably millions. Dude, so there was a game. Uh, where was it? I don't. I can't. I can't recall what country it was in, but it got a ninety-six on the TV ratings. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Like, if you get a 7 in the United States, that's awesome. That's 7% of the United States watched that show oh, at that time. Oh, that's the percentage of people that 96 watched it? 96 was the number. that what You've heard that before, that? right? Where, like, the Super Bowl gets, like, a 15, and that's a, that's an ungodly number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's 15% of the United States. of people that are. That's it's 15% of people watching TV at that time are watching that. That's a great number. 96 this country got dude that's remember, what we're you i don't which know where we're at i'm trying so hard no, i heard it on the levitard show today it, it was uh, unbelievable so that's anyway cr- that's crazy yeah did you ever play soccer no not even no i played Never one played. actually i take that back real quick because we're almost at an hour and 10 minutes i played one organized game of soccer in my life it was a co-ed game i was asked to play i bought the shoes i bought the shin guards oh i was still relatively athletic i was in my early 20s i think i was 20 i think i was 20 and i went out to an indoor game and it was co-ed so i thought it was going to be fun Boy, was I wrong. These they get girls serious. Are seriously mean. So they put me on defense. I was one of two guys right in front of the goalie. My job strictly, they said, listen, here's what you do. Don't let the ball get to the goalie. I said, okay, I can handle that. These people are pushing and, like, mashing each other, right? Yeah. Just going at it. So guy comes running up with the ball. I figure everybody else is doing it, so why? I didn't even attempt to kick it. Just knocked him down. <laughs> Just knocked him down. He was running, knocked him down. He jumped up. He was so mad. And guy comes up, gives me, he tells me I'm yellow or something like that. Gives me his yellow, pulls a yellow card out of his pocket. And I was like, I don't know, American Express? I don't know what that is. So anyway, I do know yellow card. I don't know what it means. Caution. Means caution, basically. So I get a yellow card. Okay, get a whatever. yellow light. So then ball comes rolling to me, right? Later on, it's rolling to me. So my job, I know by at this point in time, you, is to clear it. Oh, clear it, kick it as hard as you your can. your eyes and you ever, so Have you ever big. seen goalies? Goalies kick the ball so far. I feel like they could kick the ball 150 yards. I don't know how they do that. It's unbelievable <laughs> the 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 leg or foot or I don't know how the strength that they can do that. So anyway, I'm like I'm killing this thing. And it's indoor soccer. I mean, the goal's like 25 yards away on the other side. Right. I went to kick it as hard as I could and Charlie Browned it. I missed <laughs> I missed the ball, fell on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful yes so that's my uh organized soccer game took myself out there was uh, i had a beer sitting on the bench waiting for me and we were good to go 
Nice. Sat and cheered the rest of the time. I played one season of organized soccer. I was probably six or seven years old. Yeah. I touched the ball one or two times during the season in a game because <laughs> I wanted no part. I wanted no part of the You were the guy the when the ball's coming to you, you ran away from it. I ran it. away from it. I was the only one. It was that age where all the kids are swarming around the ball. I wanted no part. You just stood in your spot. This is my area. <laughs> and the most notable thing from that season, the most memorable thing from that season, we were playing a game at St. Antoninus Fields. There was uh, a person, so we're a big group of kids, and then, you know, the parents on the side, far away, you know, walking their dog without a leash <laughs> was a gentleman. Now I was six or seven. You were so And at that, at that time, I was terrified of you, every single dog in you, the world. Did you run off? At some point, the dog took off from its owner. And ran onto the field where a whole bunch of kids were running around, obviously, right? Right, sure. So I see the dog coming. My focus probably already wasn't on the ball anyway. <laughs> you were you I been staring at that dog for a while. I had my eyes on that dog. It took off, started coming on the field. I set world records in sprint, <laughs> in the sprint, in the long jump, and the high jump at the same time. Because what I did was I ran off the field. It, Faster than Billy Hamilton has ever ran from first to second base. I jumped from what seemed like 10 or 15 feet away and landed on top of my father's head, who was standing up. Six foot easy. <laughs> um, because I was that terrified that this oh dog. So at, when the dog ran on the field, all the kids stopped. Except for me. <laughs> so guess who the dog went after? <laughs> you. Oh, so great! Oh my gosh, my you and story. your dogs. We some those are some good soccer stories. I feel like I feel like we can relate to a lot of soccer players now. Yeah, I, we're we're basically a step away from being professional soccer players. I mean, it's I mean, the USA couldn't even make the World Cup, so I feel like I could have played for we, them. We we should have put a team together and, and gave and, them a run for made, their money and made the World Cup because Team USA couldn't do it. Well, my prob- my sure problem is have. once you get su- once you sub out, you're done for the game. And I like I would want to play, but I'd be so tired. Like I also like in basketball, I love to sub out and then just come right back in because I get tired very easy because <laughs> I'm a fat guy. So, all right, we're out of here. It's we're way long. We're 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 at an hour and fifteen minutes. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, whoever's out there, we appreciate it. We're on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. We're on Castbox. Catch us on uh, Facebook at the. Nosebleed Sports Sports Podcast. I almost forgot what it was called. (laughs) And uh, you can catch Adam Schmidt on the Twit Box at Adam Schmidt 44. Correct. You can catch me at Sick With It. I'm not going to lie to you. He posts way more than I do, although I'll try to start doing a little bit more. Maybe that'll help. Twitter Twitter is my favorite social media still, so I check it. I don't get to check it all the time, but I check it. Almost every day, pretty much. MySpace is probably my favorite social media. So, anyway, um, on that note, catch us. Don't forget, uh, beat the streak. Slippery dogs, get on there. Get you a Nosebleed Sports Podcast t-shirt. Uh, and real quick, shout out my dude Jason Myers, his uh, his son. absolutely, he's, he's like 11 years old. Absolutely loves listening to us, he said. Hey. So, if you're listening, shout out to you. Maybe one day we'll have you call in and give us uh, the young take yeah. on the red legs. Thanks for listening. That's right. All right, so we're out of here. Thanks, guys, um, so much, and and, uh, don't forget to turn your lights on.